What up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman from WaterRice.com, your scoop to everything Philly, and you are about to tune in to the livest one, Lauren Reed Live. Let's go. WaterRice Radio. Peace. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. Hey, it's your girl Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on Water Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by WaterIce.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go! And we are here, everybody. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What A Ice Radio. And it's Tuesday night, so you already know what it is. It's time to get into the show, everybody. I missed everybody last week. We had a really good show here. We had a um, we had actually Celine from Whimsical come through from the um, through the building. Yeah, he's a really, really, really good spirit. Again, thank you, Celine, for coming out to the show. My partner in crime, he's not here tonight. Jay is actually uh, representing us at another event tonight, but he will be back next week. But it's okay because I have a really, really, really good set of people here in the building with me. I have the producer, the writer, and the cast of the play Chasing Cash in the building. Everyone say hello. Hello. Thank you for coming through, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So I had Mr. Brad um, Baker in the building. He is the writer and the producer of the show, correct? And we're just so excited to have you here because the play is coming up really soon. It's November 9th and the 10th, correct? Yes. Okay. So real quick, let's do the shout out. So when the show is, where it is, and where can people get their tickets? We're going to do that a couple times throughout the night. Gotcha. (laughs) So the show is uh, November 9th and the 10th, right up the street at the Suzanne Roberts Theater, right up on Broad and Lombard. Nice. Um, uh, Three shows, one on November 9th um, at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7. Another at 3 p.m. Doors open at 2 on Saturday, and then doors open at 7, and the show starts at 8 on Saturday night. Cool. Um, you get tickets at uh, bradbakerproductions.com. Cool, cool, cool. What's the price point so everybody knows? So $40 for general admission, $75 for VIP. VIP for Friday is sold out, so you got Ooh. exclusive. Well, that's good. Does that include a, a meet and greet and yeah, for, that's for meet everybody? Yeah, You get gift bags, you get food, <laughs> you get drinks. It's a pretty much a pretty cool experience we got. The VIP is going to be lit. The building is dope 
The yeah. lobby is really awesome. Nice. The lobby is awesome. Yeah. All right, so y'all, that's not a lot for y'all this weekend. Y'all go and spend a forty dollars, seventy five dollars at a restaurant. Y'all can yeah. go out here and support this play that's coming to the city. And I love when we have um, really good things coming to the city, different shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just so used to doing the same things in the city all of the time, right? So you guys, make sure you go out here and check the show. But we are still going to get into what's going on actually with the play. But first, we're going to talk to you guys about our playlist tonight. So since you guys are in the building, I thought it would be cute for us to go ahead and do a playlist kind of related to the title of the play. So again, Chasing Cash is here. So our playlist is about money, 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 everybody, because... There does have to do with some money situations going on in the play, correct? Hey, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, what we're going to do is warm everybody up. We're going to have a quick song, and then when we come back, we got one thing to talk about on our trending topics in the Ratchet Recap, and I'm sure you guys know what it is. It's about Rondo and CP3 fighting over the weekend with this fist fight that really happened out in the court. Like, they was fighting, fighting. Not no play, someone swing real quick, and then they break it up. They were really fighting. So we're going to talk about what would you do if somebody spit on you? Oh. Does the professionalism Whoa. walk? It doesn't matter how much money you make. Is we throwing bowls, basically. All right, everybody. So we're going to start with the OJs for the love of money. And then when we come back, we're going to jump right into this trending topic. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What Ice Radio. We'll be right back. Hey. And we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What Ice Radio. And again, we have the creator, the writer, the producer, and some of the cast of Chasing Cash in the building tonight. They have a show coming up November 9th and 10th at the Suzanne Roberts Theater right here on Board Street. Make sure you guys go to the website, bradbakerproductions.com, to get your tickets right now. All right, everybody. So let's get into this interview. So, Brad, I would like to start with you. Um, could you give everybody like a brief synopsis of what the play is actually about? So Chasing Cash is about Paige, who is a um, is fleeing from Atlanta to Philadelphia to get away from her estranged ex-boyfriend. Okay. Who has been uh, implicated in some insider trading. Mm. Um, so she's trying to flee. And as she moves back to Philadelphia to start her whole life over again by escaping him, she, fall, she falls in love or meets this guy named Chase, who's a waiter. Um, he makes less than her. He's okay. in school to be a social worker. Um, so I don't want to give you too much, but <laughs> basically we, we deal with a lot of stuff like that. And then we have a, um, a subplot with a restaurant scene where they, they go through some adversity too. Okay. Um, with the uh, restaurant and things of that nature. So we deal with black businesses, things of that nature. Nice. So you mind telling us your lineup and who you're, who is on the cast? So I have Asia White okay. right here that plays Paige. Paige. Yep. I got Rosie Bonds that hey. plays Miss Hazel. Um, I have Mr. Tony, who's played by uh, world-renowned, world-renowned mm-hmm. gospel artist Jermaine Dolly. Yes, yes, yes. I have hilarious uh, comedian Skeet Carter. He's been with Kevin Hart. Yeah, uh, he's been Central. on the show before. He's yeah, hilarious. Um, I got Pierce Williams, young up-and-coming actor, amazing, amazing actor. Um, I have um, the legend Ronnie Graham. Ronnie Graham is awesome. She's one of the legends in here. Shout out to Ronnie. She's a very close family friend. She's watched me growing up. I'm so sad she couldn't be here tonight. But her show is tonight in New York. So shout out to her. Amazing show. And her beautiful self. And then I got Kevin Moore, who is a a pride of heartthrob of the the cast. Everybody loves Kevin Moore. Kevin Moore is like a... 
night con to these women. Yeah, they faint. They they they. That's so funny. Is Kevin the one on the motorcycle on the Kevin on the promo? On the okay, I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> I, a, I can see that. All right, so Brad, let's get in a little bit more about you. You're actually an actor, a model yourself. Uh-huh. Um, you've been in a couple of things. You've been in the engagement, Black Diamond, Can't Judge a Book. Um, how did you decide to make the transition from going from being in front of the camera into the um, you know the other side and actually writing a stage play? So my best friend Tony Anderson, shout out to Tony. Tony works for BET and um, he works for Complex. He works for a whole bunch of people. He's been mm-hmm. in the game for a minute. And as I was acting, he came to my shows. He loved my acting. He was like, "Yo, bro, won't you um, won't you get in the right? And you're a good storyteller. Everybody's trying to go through that one door of acting. Okay. You can kind of diversify yourself if you can actually act and write at the same time, direct and produce as many hats that you can do. Gives you a foot into the door of the industry. And I was like, "What? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to write. So um, we end up talking, and then I got a story. Um, which was one of my first plays, Twisted Her Life a Secret, from one of my friends. And I was like, yo, you got to let me turn that into a play. I'm like, yo, you got to let me turn that into a play. And um, he let me turn it into a play. Nice. And, it, and it was a snowball downhill. So, yeah, I was going to say, so you actually did Twisted Reloaded as mm-hmm. well as a, as, a, as a play as well, uh-huh. correct? So, but then you turned it into a book is that right so that's normally a little bit backwards normally people do the book first and then do the play why did you do it that way so actually i'm re-releasing the book so i did a i did a light drop of the book last time with it i didn't really have the marketer behind it so i had um i got it edited by sheena gates again um shout out to sheena she's really really talented she helped she um helped me co-write one of our next plays that's coming up called uh letter from a mistress two Mm -hmm. lies and the truth um two lies and the truth um coming up too um I, I wrote it. See, the hustle in me wrote it. So the play was really good. I got a good response from it. And I was like, dang, I could produce a bigger, bigger show if I turn this into a book, which right. is the hardest thing in my entire life to do. Writing a book? Man. <laughs> These scripts are easy because I can write lines and I got wonderful actors in, like Aisha and Rosie that can bring it to life right. without me even doing too much any of it. But that book, you got to be able to taste, smell, mm-hmm. feel. You got to feel the cry. You got to... Will you do it again? Would you write another book? I have to because uh, Twisted ends on a cliffhanger. So oh, I'm actually okay. starting to write that. Soon as this wraps up, I'll be done this prior to the top of the year. I'm getting pushed by everybody. Because after I, after everybody reads this book right here, you're going to be mad how it ends. <laughs> like, where's the other book? Where's really? the other book? Please? So where do you get some of your inspiration from when you are thinking of a script to write a story? Like, oh, well, let's use Chasing Cash for example, where did that inspiration come from? So it's funny. Me and Rosie was talking to us the other day. Um, I'm musically driven, so I love. I'm, I'm I'm a real hopeless romantic, so I love love or the thought of love. Okay, so shout out to I, Black Love. Yeah, uh, shout, shout out, out to Black, Black Love. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Black, Black Love. love. So I'm, I'm writing some of these um, these stories. I plot them out in my head, like okay. seeing what I can do. Like, what kind of story can I tell that one doesn't degrade Black people, mm-hmm. like in a derogatory way? Two, what kind of message that I can, you know what I mean, depict to my people as well as have them have a good time. So you got to have a good blend between it to making them laugh, to making them understand certain situations. Hence why I'm chasing cash. Instead of making my villain a drug dealer or a robber, I made them um, uh, a Wall Street inside trader. Mm. You know what I mean, I want the people, the, the black community to start thinking about investing and, and um, nice. you know, doing other hustles outside of that. 
the norm that we know or that's pushed in our face, you know, every day. That's very interesting that you um, bring that up, especially the depicting the black community in the wrong way. We see so much on television, like our reality TV shows, like, you know, No Shade, but our love and hip hops, the real housewives of Atlanta's and all that type of stuff. And even some of the shows um, that we actually series we have on the shows. So how do you stay away from that and still be able to draw in a crowd? Because, Honestly, people love drama. They love the nonsense, right? So how are you able to keep it balanced with still giving people what they want? So you got to have a healthy blend from it. So I'm not saying all of it's bad. Mm -hmm. Too much of anything is bad. So we give you doses in in Chasing Cash. Chasing Cash is a hilarious play probably from beginning to end. Like It's probably one of my funniest plays, if not the funniest play that I wrote thus far Mm -hmm. but you got to have a healthy blend of it like we we mock some of the stuff that you see on there or we reference certain things that are iconic Mm -hmm. in those shows but it's hard like you know we try to i try to read not like message like on uh (laughs) don't be be, whatever don't be a menace menace, right yeah but we do certain things like that in the the play but we, we we give a healthy blend i would say i i want my my aesthetic to go like in between a different world and martin Okay, I got you. Something like that. So I can't leave the ladies out. I have some stuff for you as well. So, uh, Miss White, you have an extensive resume. You have been. It's pretty extensive. Look, I'm going to give credit when credit is due. Yes. So you've been on Let's Stay Together on BT. You've done one of my favorite shows, Law and Order SVU. I can watch all weekend long, all in, all in the house time. on the couch. <laughs> um, you've also been on another one of my favorite shows, and I'm mad that he took off Single, Single Ladies. ladies. I knew she was one. Single <laughs> Ladies was it oh was it was good. I love that show. Um, too. So um, let's talk a little bit about how you've made that transition from TV to actually theater. This is my first play. I said that I was never ever going to do theater ever. Why? I'm nervous about being live. Okay. You know, TV, you cut, you you know, it's not live, so you get to do it over and over. You don't worry about where you're standing, where you're moving to, because mm-hmm. they're always, the camera will follow you. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm like, oh my God, I'll never do it, because I'm nervous. I was nervous, not right. anymore, but I was really nervous. Um, it's just a, a whole new world. So let's take it back a little bit. How did you get your start actually acting? Well, I went to school to be a news anchor. I wanted to be on the news. Um, Then I I went to an acting class. Mm -hmm. I was really interested in hosting. So I went out to um, audition for 106 and Park and things like that. And um, it didn't work out. So one of my friends who's an actress, she's like, well, go to an acting class. You'll probably, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I went and I just fell in love with it. Nice. And ever since then, I've just been on this chase, this grind. And chasing kids. Yes, chasing chasing kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what was appealing to you about the script of Chasing Cash? Paige was me. In real life? In real life. Oh, you just answered one of my other questions. I was going to oh. ask, do you relate to your character, Paige? Oh, so much. that it, It's almost like when I explain the script to my friends, a little bit of it, they're like, wait. Did you ghostwrite this? <laughs> but it's really me. I feel like I'm Paige. So it was easy for you basically to get into character. I feel like, yes, I feel like it is. Definitely. Sometimes I forget. I'm like, wait, who am I? Am I Paige? Am I Asia today? Who am I? <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's cool though because she's different, but she's a lot like myself. Okay. Yeah. Miss Rosie Bonds. Yes, I cannot leave you out. You are like a legend around here in Philly. You are an amazing singer. You are a writer. 
Um, you have some legends in your family as well in the music business, uh, Mr. Georgie Bonds. Yes. So talk about your transition as to being, you know, a writer, writing up, you know, songs and different things for a lot of people that we all know. Um, and now being in theater and on the stage. Um, so I always been a singer and I started writing in 2006. Oh, okay. And so I would sing all around the city in different places. And sometimes people would see me like, do you act too? Or they'll see my performance on stage. Okay. And ask, Am I an actress? I'm like, yes, I can act too. And so I started doing plays. I did an independent film and people would like come talk to me after and was like, you're really good. And all this. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm an actress then. <laughs> so I did some films and a play, um, uh, like three or four plays and um, two or three independent films and sing and write all the time. Nice, nice. So which uh, this question could be for any one of you or all of you. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer film, TV, or do you prefer theater? Hey. That's see, hard. Me personally, see, I've done it all. So I've done behind. I like theater because I love our people, and those reactions are priceless. Like, I've been in, me and Rosie have been in a couple shows together, but I love mm -hmm. when we, like, that laughter, that, oh, girl, duck, or whatever, that mm -hmm. feeling right there. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's a different type of energy. Like, right. that energy is, is crazy. So your audience is very important. That audience engagement is everything. See, you lose that when you're in film because yeah. it's, it's, it's strict cut. It's strictly, all right, let's get this. And it's a longer process. I, for me, I, I love theater. Like, I wrote, like, I, I have movie scripts. Like, I have a bank heist that I've written. I wrote a love story that I've written. I wrote even a drama. I even thought about, thought about turning some of these into movies, too. But I love theater. So that's a that's a good transition. Why, why do you decide, like, what makes you decide this should be a play versus I think this should be a movie? Oh, that's tough. I... So originally when I write them, I already have it in my mind that I want it to be a play. And so that's how you write it that's out? That's how I write it out. Okay. If I want, if I want to transition it, I automatically think, because I end up, I got a business degree, so I end up going back to Temple to get to learn how to write. So I learned how to, I, I took four courses um, to teach me how to do everything that I needed to know. But if, I, if I'm writing it, I know if I, um, if I want to turn it into a play or into a movie. So majority of times I go in with the idea, I'm going to turn this into a, a play from the rip, because I just feel like it's a, a good feel okay but i can because of the laughy laughy jokey jokey things that are in it but i can i can flip it by making simple changes to turn it into a screenplay nice so that's a transition for us to take a break when we come back you spoke on recently you said you had a business degree you said you went to school you wanted to be a news anchor you were started out as a singer i went to the art institute i have a degree in um, fashion marketing and merchandise so you all are pretty much doing something different from what you started out yeah. so we're going to touch on that and how you kind of maybe overcome any opposition on making that jump because a lot of people get scared they're like i'm going to school for this i'm in business or I'm going to be a lawyer or whatever, but their heart really screams something else. So we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Awesome. Um, but next we have uh, a classic, one of my favorite songs. We got Rihanna with Bitch Better Give My Money. Hey. hey everybody know that. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I win this Mega Billions tonight. Yeah. This yeah. May. <laughs> <laughs> 600 million that's that's easy that's, that's easy, easy. That's million. Million. That's <laughs> all right everybody it's your girl lauren Ree right here on what ice radio we'll be right back hey everybody it's your girl lauren Ree, and i got my boy jada gentleman yeah, here with yeah. me 
and we are about to pay some bills, everybody. That's right. First off, shout out to Samsung Technologies. They provided us with equipment for our post and pre-production needs. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new Stand Association of Philadelphia. They have over 50 screens across Center City with our show playing on it exclusively. So thank you to them. Yes, yes. And last but certainly not least, we got Boom 103.9 Philly. Boom. Thank you very much. We are on their website. You can check us out. Go to the top of the website. Hit the website exclusives. All that good stuff. We got our amazing content, and we got more coming up, so please stay tuned. Yeah, guys, we're going back to the show right now. Don't go anywhere. We're back, we're back, we're back. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. And you guys, I'm having so much fun with this interview tonight. Jay don't know what he's missing. We have the cast and the producer and the writer from Chasing Cash right here in the building. The play is going to be November 9th and 10th right at the Suzanne Roberts Theater right here on Broad Street. I'm bad with names, y'all, but I'm getting it down, right? So we have Miss Rosie Bonds in the building. We have Aisha White in the building. We have, again, the writer and the producer, Brad Baker, in the building, you guys. And I'm excited about the play. I think it's going to be really, really, really good and funny. Um, is there singing in the play? No. The thing is, I have all these singers. What? I use them. But we had a soundtrack to it. Rosie leads the soundtrack with the, the, the song to the soundtrack, which okay. is awesome. But well, we have a soundtrack to it. I, I wanted to so bad because Rosie sings so good. I don't right. even want to put Rosie on the spot. Because Rosie gives you chills <laughs> to sing. Because I would say, tell Rosie to sing real quick. Uh, oh, so you, you like, so Rosie we can sing. Uh, all right, we don't want to do that with see what she can sing real quick. I got you. All right, wait, next break. I got you. Okay, okay I got you, I got you. Um, but so will people be able to get the soundtrack? How does that work? Um, so the, I, uh, the soundtrack actually comes out on Friday, so it's going to be a free downloadable uh, oh, nice. soundtrack for everybody to listen to. Okay. I'll drop the playlist tomorrow. Who else do you have on the phone? I have... I have Tree from DTE. Shout out to Tree. Tree, okay. um, Tree gave me some, a couple songs. Wala. I have Young Bangs. I have PNB Shiz. Shout out to uh, he's been on Chiz. the. He, he was literally one of my first interviews ever. Oh, Shout out to him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He got Shout out. He was literally one. Yeah. On, on our soundtrack he gave to us. Shout out to him. Energy. One of my first interviews ever that I had when I started my show. And Roy Lush has a lot of good songs. Shout out to Roy Lush and uh, um, Brian. His manager who got us hooked up with him too. So. Nice, nice. So you got a nice um, roster there with the um, soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The people can get it for free. It's always good when yeah. you can get something for free, right? Um, but let's just talk about we were we kind of ended up talking about how all of you started somewhere different, mm-hmm. other than in theater or acting per se. So we have a fashion designer, we have um, communications major, a business major. When did any of you can? All of you can answer this question. When did you kind of feel like that thing in your gut, knowing that it was something else that you were supposed to be doing? I really feel like everybody that went for something, if they haven't used it yet, they will use it somehow. Okay. I feel like life sets us up 
to be fully prepared for what we're going to need. So I went for, I have an associate's degree from marketing and merchandising. Right. And that, I graduated 2008. It was just 2016 that I started my own brand called Crown. That's what the hat I had Nice. On. Okay. So it's C-R-O-W-N apostrophe D. It stands for Courageous, Royal, Outstanding, Winning, Nubian Dreamers. Nice. And so I started a headline because I swim three days a week and my hair is never done. <laughs> so I used to buy all these different hats and I'm like, let me make my own headline, but I want it to have meaning. I don't want to just have a hat with a circle and be like, circle these. You know, and if I'm like, going to wear a hat, it needs to be mine. It needs to be right. So it reminds you that you are imperfect, but you're royal at all times. Mm. So, and I feel like that's how hers might come back full circle and even Brad's without even them really realizing until it happens. Because then right. when I put hats up for sale, they sell out fast because people are like, oh, those colors crazy. And it's like, oh, I learned that in color theory. And stuff like that. So we use stuff in the back of our mind without even really knowing. But nothing is by accident. Nothing is by accident. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Anybody else? I definitely think I'll end up. I definitely think I'll end up back on um, the news as a news anchor someday. Mm-hmm. I just okay. feel it. Mm-hmm. But um, or in a show as a news something. Anchor, you never I don't know, know. something. And, yes. I just hated the writing part. I was like, I can't do this. Okay. Yeah. So did you have any like? I mean, I, I don't want to say haters, but do you have anybody kind of pushing you to? Stay away from going into the acting oh, career. Oh, you know what it is, and I, mom, I'm sorry. So I don't want to call your mom a hater. That's what I'm saying. Where <laughs> other people not a hater, but I push you like in other directions. Wants me to be stable, you know yes. what I mean, uh-huh. and that, that's it's stability. And I understand right. because if it was my child, I'll be the same way. Right. But they they don't understand the no. dreamers and yeah. the don't. people, the oh entrepreneurs. That's they, just the parent in them. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, it's old school. But she loves me, and I know right. that she just wants what's best for me. Absolutely. So I don't absolutely, think absolutely. she's hating. I just think she wants what's best for me. What about you, Brad? Your business major is. So I still incorporate all that stuff. So a lot of bigger stuff, like it's half the battle is is the script writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably thirty percent of it. The other seventy percent, outside of, I want to say fifty percent is the, the business and marketing. How can I sell the show? How can I make people want to buy in to want to come see the show? A lot mm-hmm. of people put them up and have these great ideas. So I still put my degree in use. Like I think about how can I sell tickets? How can I get people in? Who? How can I get people engaged? Like I study that probably more than the actual people that I, my competitors anyway. So I still use that. So we all know no success comes without some type of opposition or failure per se. I hate that word failure because I don't believe anyone really fails, but opposition. Mm -hmm. So everyone, you know, when November 9th and 10th come, everyone sees the lights, the glitz, the glam. They see all of that, but they never see what happens behind the scenes. So what are some things that kind of maybe were oppositions for you kind of putting this play together and getting to where you are right now, Brad? Hmm, I got a lot of those. So I don't like to try to hide any of those. Um, it's just consistency. I, I won't pick one out. <clears throat> I can give you one. Um, right before we were uh, a week out before um, before shooting the trailer for the uh, pl- for the uh, for the play, mm-hmm. and I had an actor that was in there um, uh, that couldn't do it last minute, and it was our times it just didn't work out, and I was completely stressed out. No one knew. I just, I taped it too. I put it in a video and I was taping. I was completely stressed out. And this is how I found Pierce, um, Pierce Williams. So I was completely stressed out because I'm like, this is what's going to sell my show if mm-hmm. I don't have it. So what I did was I went on Instagram. This is why hashtags are so important. I went in there and put 
Philly, Philly actor, Jersey actor, Delaware actor, and I went through 5,000 people. Wow. All the way till I got to Pierce. I found I found five people out of the 5,000 that I really thought fit the role. For, uh, they came in, Pierce was my last person that came in, and I was a little distraught because I, no one had what I was looking for and okay. came in and stole it. Nice. And that's a great question because I have down here, what are you looking for in your cast when you're, when you, I know when you write out the play, you have a thought in mind for who you want to play the role. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're coming in to play, do, are you telling them what all parts do you want them to audition for? Or you let them come to you and say, I want to audition for Paige or I want to audition for whatever the, the role is. And then you kind of select that way. What does that so process look like? when I do like? my open casting call, I kind of, I kind of get a feel for them. So I may say, uh, if they have a certain look, so you get judged on your look, your acting ability, and I'll give you a script and say, hey, read this. Okay. And if it comes off authentic or something else, I'll pass them another another slide and say, hey, read for this as well. Okay. And then you kind of put it all together then. Mm-hmm. So ladies, um, the process with like remembering lines and stuff like that, how much time goes into preparing <laughs> for this? Oh my goodness. Remembering lines is the <laughs> hardest part. <laughs> and I don't even smoke ganja. It's just <laughs> hard. It's just, um, it's just hard. It, you just have to get in the character, read, read, do more read, and then read. I mean, my nephew, I drive him to school sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's eight. I'd be like, as soon as he closed the door and put on the seatbelt, I'd be like, we running lines. He'd be like, yes. I mean, he probably <laughs> think he Mr. Tony or somebody. So it's really just getting with somebody mm-hmm. and reading. Because even when you do it by yourself, it's, it's, huh. it's, it's kind of Can I tell you a trick? Yes. Download quick notes. You read it to yourself and read it out loud and then read their voices in a different way. Then you play it in the car as you're driving and remember it like a song. So okay. Back so hmm. that's the way I always learn how to do a script. Quick notes. Quick notes. Okay. Yeah, it's like quick notes. Voice memo on your phone. Yeah, on your phone. That's what I do. So you, I read the script, and then when I'm driving, I just play it and listen to it. Okay. I'll hmm. do that. Listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to do that tomorrow. All, right. All the actors are going to tip for you. We're going to charge yes. you for the next one. Yes. So, Rosie, tell me a little bit about your character in the play. Okay, so I'm Mrs. Hazel. Mm-hmm. I am like the essence of the restaurant and everything around it. Okay. I'm like, um, I'm the matriarch of the play. Like the one that has all of her marbles. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm around all these fools. Um, and so I'm just making sure everybody is okay. Every, I'm kind of like the protector. Okay. Um, I'm dropping gems when people come in. I'm optimistic. So just let's look up on life, even when Rosie would be like, what? But what Mrs. Hazel is like, let's just believe this. You're going to do great. Know that you're great. Even though you messed up a whole everything, you're still amazing. Stuff like that. Do you relate to Miss Hazel or do you have a Miss Hazel in your life? No, I do. I channeled my grandmother to do it. Mm-hmm. Because she is like that. She was like the rock and like w- with a whole bunch of fools. I mean, my uncles, they be like, we've been shot, stabbed. Da, da, da. Yeah, because we did it to each other. Wait a minute. Well, I'm confused. And <laughs> it was all in my grandmother's house. Wow. But she stayed sane. She kept her house. She raised everybody. She left me her house. Her name was Rosie Bonds. Okay. Before she passed in 2008, I called I was Roz. Okay. When she passed, I said, I'm just going to take her name to the top. That's even better. That would make sense, yes. right? And so, yes, that's who I channel for the character. Because she's like, 
bold but loving and nurturing. Aisha, did you have to go to some different places that you've never been before, like maybe emotionally um, to play this character? There's a few scenes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Was that difficult for you? Like, how would you prepare, how did you prepare to yourself? I relate a lot of things that happened in my life. Okay. That helped me get there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just get it. I get emotional. Dig deep. That was the point of her. I knew Aisha had it the whole time. Mm-hmm. So those 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 parts in those plays where they you have to dig deep for those things. Right. And those mm-hmm. roles, she got it. And I just y'all gonna see she's phenomenal when it when it comes to that. Like she ha- she changes gear. She can she can get to mm-hmm. any emotion quickly. And like her transition, you feel it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not an act. You feel that. Like nice. so. We're going to go on another quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to kind of wrap everything up. We're going to make, um, oh, we're going to make sure that Rosie sings. And then (laughs) (laughs) for us, um, and then we're going to, again, tell everyone where they can get their tickets, the date and stuff. We're going to do our shameless plugs around here. But I also want to, you know, for everyone to give a bit of advice that they could give to someone who is trying to actually get into the game but just doesn't know how to make that quick jump just yet. They're a little bit scared. Um, scared of rejection of that those know maybe they're not fit for this particular role but something else is waiting for them so we'll get your guys advice on that too when we come back so next up we got Jenny your mafia would get money I mean yeah. we'll be right back it's your girl Lauren Reed right here with Water Ice Radio don't go anywhere we're back everybody it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on Water Ice Radio again we have the cast of Chasing Cash in the building it's been such a great interview guys and you know i don't want to end it however we do have to wrap things up but i had one last question for all of you um you've all started somewhere and you are where you are right now what advice would you give to someone who is kind of ready to get into the acting field but they're a little bit hesitant in regards to what rejection may be like or they know they don't think they'll be good enough what would you kind of advise them to do anyone can go first um I would absolutely say get in tech, get in touch with your intuition and follow whatever it is that you're passionate about, whether it's acting, writing, directing, whatever. But definitely after you tap into what it is, go, go hard. I mean, mm-hmm. you and it's a lot of sacrificing. Like I get fired from every job I ever get hired from because they they're not that flexible. Right. And so it's like I can't let you off for three days. Well then I'm gonna call y'all in three days and see if anybody changed their mind because I have to go to the show. Right. And it might make it or I might not, but I'm going to take the chance because I work you know, work so, so hard. hard for it. So I definitely would say be ready to sacrifice, be ready to lose people, be ready to be in between blessings mm-hmm. instead of saying broke. But be ready for all of that. And that's how you get there because that's the journey is what sets up the story. Absolutely. So just go for go for it for sure. Everything she just said is repeat. Probably, I <laughs> promise you, like it's hard, mm-hmm. but you have to just keep pushing. I mean, it's gonna be people that's gonna discourage you. Mm-hmm. They want you to get married and have kids. And mm-hmm. it's like do what you love. Yes. First. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. If you're passionate about it, go with it. Like, don't let anybody stop nobody. you. There will be people that not will even a parent. stop you. Literally. Parent, like, nobody. Not even your parent. You, you have to go for everything. Like, put all into it and just go. That's what I would say. Believe in yourself and trust your process. Mm-hmm. And 
it's a, it's hard. So you gotta work. Right. You gotta work. Like me, I get up at five in the morning. I don't go to bed till two in the morning and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Every day I put in the work. I study everybody. I study the greats. I, I read. But most importantly, you gotta believe in yourself and believe in your process. Cause it's not. They always tell you success. When you when you look at it, it looks like you're ascending. Mm-hmm. But that thing is a roller coaster. Yeah, yes and it you is. Just, you you gotta accept those failures and, and and make that like your proudest moments. Those failures gotta be the ones, not the not the wins or the highlights that they see. People will see the highlight of chasing cash on November 9th and 10th, but they're not gonna remember the days where I put in a time where I got writer's block and I was like frustrated mm-hmm. where I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out where I wanted this to go, where the right. lines wasn't just gelling how I wanted to gel, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to ball the script up and throw it away and say, listen, I'm just going to stick with a nine to five and do it. But grind, trust your process, man, and keep working, man. Celebrate your failures more than your mm-hmm. wins. Amen to that. Um, really quick, what's up next for everyone after the show? Um, I am currently writing on Little Mo's album. Oh, nice. So we're eight songs Ooh. in, and I'm singing background on the album also. So that's coming out. And it's going to play on the two shows that she's on, that she's going to be on in the new year. Okay, nice. Well, I continue to um, audition every day. It's still back and forth to New York as I, you know. And I just plan on booking more. And now that theater is in my lane, Mm -hmm. like I I may work in theater. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I may love it so much. I want to fall in love with theater. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll put bread on that. Yes. Right there. Yes. Yes. Brad, what's next for, you know, Brad Baker Productions? So, um, touring mm-hmm. is my biggest thing with this. So, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've mastered the process, or I'm going to say I have a, a, a tight process that I have with this production. Okay. Um, so, um, touring, I'm going to release Twisted, um, Her Life is Secret. That'll be released at the play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's revamped. The book is amazing, amazing, amazing. And um, get ready for my other plays. I'm going to do um, two plays a year. I'll do one in the spring, one in the fall, one in the spring, one nice. in the fall okay. for the remainder of the time. I'll probably get some co-writers, get some people that want to get in the game, some people that are interested. And I want to mm-hmm. open up a, um, a performance arts like class or studio so I can teach young black adults, kids, and adults how to do what I do. Nice. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, you just touched on something. How important is the theaters and the arts to mm-hmm. the black community, like in our, and especially our, gener- you know, the generations coming up, like how is important, important it is to get them involved in the theaters and the arts. They want our stories. Mm-hmm. They are killing for <clears throat> our stories. To, they mm-hmm. steal our stories. Mm-hmm. We're so smart, so intelligent, so full of culture and life that mm-hmm. it, it's, it, those things we have to, theater is everything. Man. Right. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to get it. That's why I finally convinced Asia. <laughs> to get but, into yes but yes it, it's so important it's so important it's so much expression into it mm-hmm. outside of our normal life you, theater is so important man mm-hmm. and, 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 and all that stuff is nice so we're gonna let you do the honors again tell everybody um the show dates um where they can get the ticket mm-hmm. so you're gonna go uh, so chasing cash chasing cash chasing cash november 9th <laughs> through the 10th at the suzanne roberts theater show at uh 
8 p.m. Doors open at 7 on Friday. On Saturday, 3 p.m. Doors open at 2. And then on Saturday night at 7 p.m. The doors open. Shows at 8. You can get your tickets at bradbakerproductions.com. If you cannot go through there, you can hit me on my DM and follow me on Brad Baker Productions on Instagram. And I will meet you for tickets. I don't care when you call me. <laughs> call me in the middle of the night, middle of the day. I will stop what I'm doing. I will come to you and bring you tickets i want everyone to come see the show do not do not miss out on what the, the hard work they put in and and how great this show is man you are going to be amazed if this is your first show absolutely you guys again make sure you guys are going to bradbakerproductions.com go ahead and get your tickets um i want to see everybody there me and some of the crew are going to try to stop by and come to the show one of the days and show love especially um i'm excited because first of all i know that skeet and Jermaine are hilarious. Yes. And then oh just meeting goodness. you two ladies, I know you guys are going to be excellent in it as well. <laughs> so I'm really excited. And I'm actually not at like a theater. Like, I don't go to a lot of shows, but I have a lot of friends that like, yo, theater is where it's at. We go to the movies yes. and stuff all the time, but going to plays is definitely it's something really you should definitely get um, more into. So I'm going to be there for that. Um, but just, guys, tune in next week. We'll be back here at the same time. Well, actually, you know what? We're off next week. We're taking uh, the week off. Oh, nice. Yeah, we learn how to Vacation. take breaks. We learn oh, how to take breaks around it's here. It's refreshing. And yes, we got to, you know, you come back reload all the time. Yes. So we will be off next week, but we will be back in November. We got a lot of good guests lined up for the show. So make sure you are back here in November. Shout out to all the other shows that are on Water Ice Radio. The Drop Night Show on Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Where Does the New Black with Mike Beyond. And guess what, y'all? We got a new show on Sunday night, The Chill Spot. They actually go live right here at the Mitchell and S store in Philly. So shout out to DJ Malk G's and his show. Um, the chill spot is on Sunday night and we got some new stuff coming up for you guys in November as well. So stay tuned. Make sure you guys are following what I is radio. We got your scoop to everything, everybody. So before we get out of here, Rosie, <laughs> you thought I forgot, didn't yes. you? But we did not. <laughs> we did. Let me, let me, <laughs> everybody like, let me get our, let me get everything together. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going. <laughs> Whatever you feel on your heart, your spirit, and your soul, please take us out. We will really appreciate it. Okay. If you would sing us out. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I can clean the mud out my wings, flying free. It's just me. I ain't looking back, back. So done with all that. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Freedom, freedom, where are you? I need freedom too. I break chains all by myself. Won't let my freedom burn in hell. Hey, I'ma keep running because the winner don't quit on themselves. Well, there Woo! you have it, everybody. That's Miss Rosie Bond right there. I'm not going to say anything else, but not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes they wear headphones. Peace. Girl, you give me chills every time. You